common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katz Matidis Cats at Night show. So much going on in Ukraine. It appears Russia has increased their shelling of Ukraine. On the line with us right now, you heard that breaking news. General David Petraeus, he's a retired U.S. Army general. He also served as the director of the CIA. Welcome back to Cats at Night, General Petraeus. Good to be with you. Thanks. Well, tell us uh, what is going on. Nobody really understands what's going on, General uh, I, I hear uh, Putin may be in Siberia in a in, in a um, uh, nuclear uh, bunker bunker or something. What do you? Well, hear? I can't comment on that, but I can tell you what I think is going on in Ukraine, John. Um, so what has happened is the Ukrainian forces stopped the offensive against Kiev and, in fact, have been pushing it back. They've inflicted considerable losses on the Russian forces, so much so uh, that the Russians have had to pull some of their units back, uh, some north to Belarus, some east to Russia, basically to reconstitute them, to fill them back up with people, weapon systems, and vehicles that they lost in the fighting. And then very likely... Uh, Russia now having given up on the main objective that they had for the invasion, which was to topple the Ukrainian government and replace it with the pro-Russian one. Now they'll take those forces, move them around to the east and then south, uh, and then try to reinforce the area where there is some degree of success for the Russians, and that is roughly in the southeastern part of the country. That doesn't mean that they're not going to continue to bomb and uh, shoot missiles at Kiev. In fact, they did that quite substantially today. Uh, and they're not giving up on Kiev because uh, they're digging their forces in that are remaining there. But it does appear unlikely that they'll ever be able to take the capital. And again, Ukrainian forces have even pushed some of the Russians out beyond artillery range. So the worry now for Ukraine is the southeast. Uh, this is where we find the embattled city of Mariupol, the second major port of Ukraine. It's in the southeastern part of the country on the Sea of Azov. Uh, it is the city that's been encircled for a number of weeks. It, it is literally the Ukrainian Alamo at this point in time, fighting to the last defender, uh, it, it is pinning down numerous Russian battalions, but tragically it appears that it is going to fall in the next few days or at most a week or so. General. When that happens, when that happens, John, let me explain the significance, because that will then allow Russia to have a land corridor that extends from the Crimean Peninsula, of course, in the far south of Ukraine, uh, to the east to connect with that area of the Donetsk and Luhansk oblasts, provinces known as the Donbass, and that portion of the Donbass that is occupied by the Russian-supported separatists. So they'll be able to connect, uh, again, for the very first time, Crimea to uh, the area that is supported by the Russians. And then it will free up a number of battalions that were in the Mariupol fight that can then turn north. Uh, and, and start to head north and then northeast, even as others uh, over and east of Ukraine begin to head to the southwest. And they're trying to have a pincer movement. Now, this is a very substantial distance. I don't think they'll be able to do it. But they'll put pressure on the Ukrainians as they do. 
In the meantime, of course, the separatist forces are being reinforced by Russians, and they're pushing out uh, from the separatist-controlled areas of Donetsk and Luhansk. So this is an area, this is perilous, because this is, <clears throat> this is a long distance uh, from any kind of Ukrainian forces that could be moved there. And even though Ukraine has done really well in Kiev, Kharkiv, um, another major city in the north, um, and it prevented any possibility, I think, of the Russians getting all the way to Odessa, the major port in the southwest of the country, there, there could be real challenges in this southeastern area. And, and, of course, keep in mind also, John, if you would, that it's now becoming about leverage on the battlefield because they're now really starting to exercise uh, and to engage in negotiations. The first most recent round was held in Istanbul. Unlike the previous ones, this seemed to have some degree of substance the Ukrainian representatives laid out their positions. The Russians said they'll take them back to Moscow. By the way, that's when they also said as a gesture of goodwill, they're going to remove some forces from around Kiev and Chernihiv, another city in the far north. Again, that's nonsense. They're pulling them back because they're no longer combat effective and need to be uh, re replenished with people, weapon system, and vehicles. Um, and again, as, as was, you heard, they've hit Kiev hard today. But it's now about this leverage, because even as we're riveted on the destruction that's being done in Ukraine every day, President Putin is riveted on the destruction that's being done every day by the U.S., EU, U.K., and other Western countries that are inflicting enormous damage on Russia's economy, financial system, uh, Putin's inner circle, uh, even its business community, because of so many of the Western companies that are withdrawing or shutting down or reducing their operations. Uh, and also, Putin's watching some of the very best and brightest of Russia leave the country. Hundreds of thousands, I think, is, is an accurate number at this point in time. So he's got to get something out of the negotiation at this point in time. Ukraine obviously wants to get the damage and destruction to cease. And I think now you're going to start to see the interplay at the negotiating table, which will ultimately, of course, have to include discussions with the U.S., EU, U.K., and others about the phasing out of sanctions if, indeed, Russia is truly willing to cease fire uh, and to engage in serious discussions about the future of Ukraine. Wow. And uh, any gut feeling? Uh, uh, what do you hear about the uh, uh, talks in Istanbul? Well, uh, again, I think there is a slight degree of encouragement out of that, unlike all the other discussions that they've had, John. But I do think what really is essential now, and I was really heartened to hear that President Zelensky and President Biden talked for an hour this afternoon and got into the nitty-gritty of what Ukraine really needs, because they have put out – a lot of us have been on the receiving end of, of this – we know – uh, that Ukraine needs additional of the Eastern Bloc, the Russian systems for air defense, multiple launch rocket systems, artillery, and the, the ammunition to go with all of that. We don't have that. Um, it's only in Eastern Europe that you find that. And it is interesting that quietly Slovakia did provide its S-300 uh, Russian air defense system to Ukraine, which is what Ukraine has. It's very important because that's what's hitting, the, knocking down the Russian aircraft above 10,000 feet, which is the limit of the stinger. 
which is very effective up to that, and against helicopters, of course. Um, so they also need, again, the Eastern Bloc systems for artillery, multiple launch rockets, and so on, not what we can provide, uh, because, again, they, they haven't used them uh, and so forth. They can use, certainly. I talked before with you about the importance of the switchblade drone, and I hope we can just ship thousands of them to them, because it's a soldier-launched loitering munition that gets in the air. It's quiet. It's electric. You can't hear it. And when the operator selects a target, it dives on it and blows it up. Uh, there's a light version for personnel and a heavy version for armored vehicles. And that could be a real game changer and really add to the effectiveness of Ukrainian forces that are conducting these counterattacks outside Kiev, uh, Kharkiv, uh, Chernihiv, and other locations, and also help them if they shift forces down to the southeast uh, to ensure that the Russians aren't able, able to make any more progress there. General, thank you so much for your update to all the American people. Thank you for everything you've done for America. And Always continue, pleasure, And continue thank to you. speak out for America. God bless you. And God bless America. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be with you. Thank Thanks. You. Bye-bye now.